Welcome to another episode of the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham, and I like to talk about a lot of things Amazon, but today is a different kind of subject because I got a guest. I have James, Tom- James Thompson here from, from Prosper itself. So James, welcome. Thanks for having me on today, Scott. Well, um, a few more things about James is I think uh, he probably has been around the Amazon game more longer than anyone else you know. Before he uh, was involved in Prosper, he has, uh, as I understand, ran his own agency. But before then, he worked for Amazon as a uh, an account manager for sellers. Is that right? Yes. Many, many years ago, back starting in 2007... I started working at Amazon, had the opportunity to be Amazon's first FBA account manager, and then went on to run Amazon Services, which is the group that is responsible for recruiting almost all the third-party sellers to the platform. So most of your listeners today who are listening in, if they have uh, at some point signed up and run a third-party business, they almost certainly came through the platform that I used to run. So I'm welcome and um, thanks for, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I mean, what a life uh, that uh, the FBA program has had and a bunch of sellers. And uh, I mean, it changes so much year to year. I think 2019 had uh, a lot of uh, changes and dramatic events of its own. But um, I want, I brought James on because I wanted to talk more about Prosper. Um, so this is a uh, Amazon specific conference that's been around for about five years. James has started it. And I, for me, it's been like a, uh, you know, just a no brainer to go to there's, um, as I'll go into what I like, but first I want to ask James, um, what sets apart prosper from the other conferences out there? Well, um, taking the Amazon way of building new products, we, uh, my business partner, Joe Hansen, uh, he and I had been to a number of other conferences and the, the one piece that we thought was missing from most of them was hard-hitting content, helping, helping sellers to actually understand what's going on, uh, helping sellers to get perspectives that weren't necessarily a sponsor standing on stage saying, hey, um, here's a problem. By the way, the only way to solve it is to use my solution. I don't believe in those approaches. I believe in trying to remove as much bias as possible and getting different perspectives and helping sellers on Amazon get a much better perspective of what's going on. So um, not that we're trying to compare ourselves to other shows, but when Joe and I uh, five years ago decided that we were crazy enough to start a conference of our own, we said, okay, what, what kind of show would we want to go to? What are all the things that we would want at a show that would make it interesting to us as people participating in the Amazon space? And what would we want to see? What would we not want to see? And then we worked out, okay, how do we actually make the economics of this work? What's pretty ridiculous is uh, I don't I don't know how to run a show. <laughs> Five years ago, when we decided we were going to do this, you know, it was literally as, as simple as okay, if we're going to run a show, we're going to need a hotel. Okay, we're going to need a conference room. Okay, we're going to need someone to pay some of the bills. So we're going to need a trade show floor, and I'm going to need to talk to some of those companies I know who like to get in front of Amazon sellers, and you know, working out some of these basic things, and you know, we, we got into crazy stuff like. Okay, are we serving chicken or are we serving beef? Well, 
I can assure you at no point in my life prior to this did I say, I want to get into details like this. And yeah. yet, putting on a good show and feeding people well and making well, sure it's all timed out properly. That's all part of putting a show together. So, and the bigger a group gets, the more complicated the small things get. Like, I mean, like just like food. Like, well, then at a certain scale, like then you have to have a vegetarian option and a kosher option. And yeah, our our first year, we, we didn't know how well things were going to go. And the, the crazy thing is the bottleneck that stopped us from selling more tickets. We actually ran out of kosher catering capacity. Oh wow! So we 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 were about a week before the show and. We had maxed out what we could get locally uh, made for kosher meals. Uh, as it turned out, you know, we had 700 plus people at our first show, which is pretty amazing and oh, wow. extremely humbling. And things have only grown from there. And so now we're we're up to just under 2,000 people. We're no longer in Salt Lake City, where our first event was. We're, yeah. we're in Las Vegas. Well, I Las Vegas is a great place to do a show. Yeah, um, people like going to Vegas. No, Vegas is, a, is, is, is the best spot. I actually was partial to Salt Lake because I lived five miles away from the show. It was, yes. it was funny to go to a show that I would travel for, but really all I did is just drive down the street. And I, uh, I know some things that happened on that very first show that like still impact um, my business today. So uh, all along the way, like Prosper has, has been a big part of, me learning about Amazon. And I think you said a lot of things that were very interesting there. Um, and I agree with the, some of the differentiators you said specifically, like there are a lot of, uh, there are other Amazon focused conferences, but they kind of, if I'm going to be honest, some of them have a feel that like they're saying they're kind of guiding them into their path of doing Amazon. And, um, they're kind of like handholding, uh, they, they can feel very beginner focused. They're saying like, Hey, you want to sell on Amazon? Here's our proven method. And kind of, uh, they, they can feel like a sales funnel to a degree. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's, there's no silver bullet selling on Amazon. And right. You know, if, if I'm going to be very personal about this, when I left Amazon, one of my biggest frustrations when I worked at Amazon is how little education Amazon puts out to sellers. And sellers basically have to figure stuff out themselves. In the last year of my, my role at Amazon, I, I watched literally tens of thousands of sellers blow up because they shouldn't have been sellers in the first place. And when you think of the, the human consequences of people deciding, hey, I want to start a business. I'm going to take my hard-earned savings. I'm going to go and start you know, finding the right kind of products to sell. Well, if you don't understand how to play the game properly on Amazon, if you don't understand what pressures you're going to have to deal with, you know, while the, the marketplace may be large and there may be lots of opportunity to make money, that doesn't make it easy. And so I want to make sure that the people who, you know, our, our, our target audience are folks who have already launched on Amazon, who already have at least a few years under their belt, but it's still really hard to make money. It's really hard to get current information and stay up to speed on what the latest developments are at Amazon. Oh, for so sure. Meant to be, Prosper's meant to be that place where you go and say, listen, not only are we going to learn from lots of different folks who are living in this space every single day, but we're going to get different perspectives and we're going to try to strip away as much of the bias as possible because the reality is everybody has something to sell, but let's, let's put that aside for now and try to understand what's actually going on within this Amazon environment Let's try to figure out what does this mean for each of us. Yes, if some of you want to use a solution provider, we have a trade show floor full of folks that you can go talk to. 
But at the end of the day, it's not about, hey, I want to sell you a whole bunch of stuff um, that hopefully will help to solve some of your problems. Rather, the focus is spend two days, spend three days, come to Vegas, and, and think of that as an investment in your business to try to understand more of the, the, the big pains and, and, and challenges that you're having. Not only can you learn from speakers, but there's 1,500 other top 1% Amazon sellers at the event. Yep. You literally turn to your left, you turn to your right. These are all multi-million dollar sellers. Yep. So if you're saying, gosh, I don't know how this new Amazon program works. I want to talk to four or five other people. You can literally sit down and have lunch at a table with a bunch of other sellers who are going through the exact same problems. And so as I think about the networking potential for a prospective attendee, it's incredible. And yes, you're going to come to the show and you'll pick up some, some learnings some things that will help you. But if you can meet four or five people at the event, other sellers that are in the same situation as you, those four or five sellers, the opportunity to talk with them at the show and beyond the show, that, that's that's worth its weight in gold. And so for sure. As I, think, it's, as I think about the things that we've done at our show to evolve it over the past four or five years, we put more and more focus on the networking potential, getting people to connect with each other so they can help each other beyond the show. Yes, we still want top notch educational content. But people need to also meet, meet one another and learn from one another because the reality is, even though we may all be competitors at some level, we're all in this together trying to figure out how do we keep afloat and how do we leverage this channel to make, to make profitable businesses happen. Yep. I can attest to several things that you said specifically. I think last year there was a, uh, a unique uh, networking um, app that you had that allowed people to, mm -hmm. to create some like you know, meeting times, if they wanted to talk about a certain subject, it was actually really clever. The, the setup of this app, what was that app called? Gosh. <laughs> uh, oh yes, that's right. Brella. Sorry Brella. <laughs> to throw you on the spot right there. Um, yeah. I remember it was all about like, you can say what you were interested in learning and what you have expertise in. And so kind of like of what you need and what other people um, have, it just had this like matchmaking components to okay. it and it kind of an easy way uh, to set up impromptu meetings at a conference that was really unique. And then, I mean, that is a manufactured networking that's like effective, but, yeah. but at the same time you sit at a table uh, to eat lunch and the people that are ne sitting next to you are, it's, it's very easy to hit a conversation with someone because we all, um, we're all Amazon sellers or, or and, and, and maybe slightly different in the types of products that we sell, but I'm very similar in, our experiences, you know, everyone's run up against, you know, Amazon's policies at one point. I just don't know of any seller that hasn't had to be aware of like what you can't do. And, and so everyone's had a different perspective of approaching that. And then, you know, um, so uh, the, what you can gain from other people is, is, is really interesting and, and, and uh, keeps you, you wanting to come back. Um, you said one or two other things that I, I wanted to hit. Um, I actually remember last year, you know, in one of your opening uh, statements or the keynote, you talked about how um, you want to keep the conversations uh, some of the content and the information ahead of the curve. You know, you're always looking at like, what is, now the most uh, interesting information that some of the top experts are, are working with. 
So, um, well, how, it's, all very, yeah, it's nice to talk about what's all already front and center for all of us, but there are issues that are quickly gaining speed that we also need to be thinking about. We took a big risk two and a half years ago um, doing an extensive discussion about sales tax. Well, no, nobody ever said sales tax is a sexy topic. The reality, though, is that two and a half years ago, if you weren't thinking about how to do sales tax collection, you were just a sitting target for some state to come and audit you and discover that, ooh, I sold millions of dollars of product, but I actually owe a boatload of money in sales tax that, quite frankly, I, I could have collected and had as a pass-through expense, but mm-hmm. I completely ignored it. And so, uh, again, I'm not trying to force anyone to do anything. I just want people to be aware of the yeah. realities of you know, the tax guy is coming, and if you yeah, don't pay right. attention and preemptively do something, you're going to be in trouble. I think, yeah, I think our company just hit ahead of that curve right when, because uh, like right now, like if you had uh, been doing some business in California, like some people are going through some nightmare scenarios. And um, and I do know that like Prosper was part of the conversation about, you know, when we decided to start collecting in unique states. All right. Sales tax is, is only one example. And there, I mean, there are other topics that, that are emerging. You know, folks are talking about Amazon advertising, obviously, today, but there's a lot of things in the Amazon advertising space that are not necessarily front and center with folks. And, you know, one of the things we're going to cover in the 2020 show is some of those specific subtopics within Amazon advertising where we, we believe that sophisticated, successful Amazon sellers need to be aware of different issues that aren't being talked about by Amazon, aren't necessarily being talked about broadly in the seller forums, but uh, sellers need to be aware of as they think about how to leverage this platform to be able to sell more product. Okay. So Prosper is now in its fifth year coming up. Um, What has changed over time and what's new this year? Well, first of all, uh, with experience having now done four shows, it makes it easier to plan the next show and the next show and the next show. That's certainly one one important distinction. And for all folks who have been to the show in the past, you know, understanding that dealing with meals, dealing with enough electricity to plug in your computers, figuring out how to time things so that you don't have conflicting, interesting sessions at exactly the same time. Now, those are all complicated issues that we didn't really know we were doing the first year and even the second year, there were challenges with, with getting that all to work. So that, that part's all working nicely uh, at this point. We've got uh, about 120 different exhibitors who participate on the trade show floor, including last year we even had Amazon come out and buy a booth. Oh, wow. That, that, that was a big first. Yeah, uh, I think it was it their, uh, their account services team, their marketplace growth. They had, they had an FBA team. Uh, helping sellers to think about ways to expand internationally. Okay. Uh, so, but you know, the, the point is if you're, if you're a third party seller and you want to be efficiently evaluating basically the who's who of solution providers, service providers, 3PLs and so on and so forth. Um, even there's a, yeah, like I was going to say, like, even if you have you, the subjects aren't interesting to you, I think it's worth it to go to the conference just for those exhibitors. Because, um, like what you just said, to have them all in the same room and you could, like, ask them questions right there, like, 
can this solve my problem? You can figure that out without a 30 minute sales call. Um, you, you, you can really dive in and see demos faster than you've ever seen before. And you kind of get a sense of like, uh, you know, specifically like advertising, which has really, really grown as a space. It's very competitive to have, you know, seven of them in the room at a time, you know, you can evaluate them at a faster rate. And so I, I know I kind of dedicate some time just like I, while when the, the subjects aren't as interesting, I'm like, I'm going to hit everyone on this floor. So the exhibitors are uh, a huge uh, value add to me for the show. It's, it's one of those things where we, we, nobody likes a sales pitch and you're absolutely right. Um, you can efficiently go around and talk to lots of folks and if something is particularly interesting, you decide to do a follow-up conversation, you know, you, you can set something up for some later time, but in a very short, compact period of time, you can talk to a lot of people, get a lot of information and say, okay, I have gone and figured out that there's, you know, three or four different types of problems that I can solve the third party solution. Now I know who I need to go talk to and um, have those conversations that I need to follow. So, but, you know, so that, you know, back to your original question, what, what things have changed? We, we have this rather large trade show floor now. I think the first year we had 30 companies, something like that. And now it's you know, uh, 70,000 square feet of, of trade show floor. It's a big space, all in one room which is great and it's all Amazon specific so unlike some shows that, that sellers may go to where it may be e-commerce but it's not necessarily Amazon and so you end up talking to lots of companies that are interesting for large you know multinational enterprise brands um, but not particularly relevant to an Amazon, uh, an mm-hmm. Amazon seller so um, we, we've introduced the networking uh, application as you mentioned earlier um, we've introduced uh, a day in advance of the show where we do uh, very, very advanced uh, workshop uh, material for folks that want to dedicate three hours to a particular topic and go deep, deep, deep into a discussion about uh, some major issue, whether it's uh, different aspects of off-Amazon advertising. Or Interesting. Just, uh, so fortunately, you, you know, say that the, the first day is kind of like a workshop day. That's kind of like the pre-conference wor- uh, workshop day. That's new. Uh, yeah, that's, we started that a couple of years ago, and now it's a big deal, okay. um, the pre-workshop. So fo- folks that want to want to invest more time, um, they, they can come and, and learn more about, uh, so we have six different topics at the workshop. Okay. These are three-hour sessions where people can learn a lot about one particular topic that isn't necessarily uh, suitable for a one-hour conference discussion, um, but, but something that people want to learn a lot about. So Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the other thing is we, we moved we moved out of the Las Vegas Convention Center to a hotel next door, which um, has worked extremely well for us in this past year. Where um, you know, one of the big challenges of going to any trade show or any educational conference is seeing daylight and feeling like you know you haven't been moved into a cave for the whole day. <laughs> but we're we're in a nice space at the Westgate Hotel next door where there's a lot of natural light. There's lots of free flow back and forth. People can come and go and walk outside and breathe actual clean air. You know, this, is all, this is all good stuff. So, yes. Um, but, you know, the, the reality is that the show is only as good as the attendees that come to the event. So we can have great content. We can have great food. 
but if attendees come with the right frame of mind and say, I'm here to learn as much as I can over the two to day, two to three day period that they invest in, in the event, you know, if they network with each other and they seek to learn from each other, that that's really going to be the main, the main benefit of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have also you know, been serious about looking for ways to get more ex Amazon people involved in the event. We've had as many as 15 ex-Amazonians uh, presenting or speaking on panels during any, any given year. Um, I don't know that having Amazon people is necessarily the best bet because many of them, unfortunately, are not allowed to talk about the details we all actually want to know. <laughs> so as an ex-Amazonian myself, I, I've, I've taken the responsibility seriously of let's go find people who are ex-Amazon, who know what they're talking about and can put things in context for attendees to help them understand what Amazon is actually up to when Amazon launches this type of program or makes a change to that kind of program. So um, unlike some conferences that are run by sellers for sellers, we are for sellers, but we we have both sellers and industry experts um, who are involved in particular topics all day long. We've got this combination of people presenting information. Oh yeah, for sure. No, there's definitely a diversity there. I mean, I think uh, last year they brought in an analyst that kind of talked about, um, took, probably took a step away from like what sellers need to know, but really talked, uh, dove into uh, some of the big macroeconomic things going on. And I, it was just like fascinating to hear him talk about how like Amazon's advertising uh, uh, unit has just grown to be like a juggernaut in the advertising space, like competing against like Facebook. You just wouldn't think that, you know, that's probably the sixth or seventh, you know, uh, priority for Amazon to see it doing so well on a, on a large scale. And so uh, the diversity is, is, is definitely there. I, um, this year I looked at the programming, uh, on the, the schedule, the agenda, and I, I was surprised. I was like, wow, like he found, uh, we found more, uh, subjects that are actually cutting edge and interesting. I, I, always want to know like what people in the advertising, the PPC are doing, you know, some of the latest, uh, software tools there or the seller performance panel that you have. I'm sure that's going to get fired up real quick, especially if there's a Q and a that's going to get, um, yep. <laughs> very yep. interesting. Um, hopefully we put the Q and a towards the end because I've seen, um, I've been in rooms where, you know, things get heated up, uh, cause people are so passionate about, uh, seller performance. It's their, that's, that's, uh, that's a, that's the one I have to go to because I have to know like what, you know, I could learn something there that can save my business. Like that, that could save us a week of suspension. Um, and so, um, very important to know what's going on there. And then there's some other, uh, some other people on the, on the agenda. I was like, wow, I really need to listen to them. Um, so I've got a lot that I'm excited for is, is there, uh, any topic that, you know, or someone that came across that, that you, you know, you booked for this year that you're like, yes, this is definitely what I, we need to, we need at this conference. This is going to sound a little bit corny, but if I go back to why we created this conference and what we wanted out of our very first conference, I, I want to be able to go to any one session and be interested in the topic. Uh-huh. So if, I'm not going to call out any one particular speaker. I handpicked every single speaker and the topic that every single speaker is going to cover in, in part you know, one of the filters is, 
is this something I would want to spend an hour sitting through? Uh, to two of the two of the last three years, um, I, I've been amused to read seller or attendee feedback and see that people are complaining that we have too much interesting content and it's overlapping. You know, I want to be in session A and session B. Well, you know, that's a good problem to have. That tells me that I've got lots of good content. And you know, the reality is, even if you aren't able to sit in all sessions at once, we film everything. So you can go back and you can watch the sessions you didn't sit through. But I want people to be interested in the content that's at the event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to be selfish about it. I start by saying, what would I want to sit through? Well, what would I actually want to learn somebody materials I want to learn from, from somebody who knows this material really well. So um, th- there are lots of sessions that I'm interested in, but, but the reality is even if it's not something that's top of mind for me today, I know that these are issues that are top of mind for, for other sellers. I- I'm fortunate in my so-called day job that I work with literally hundreds of sellers, hundreds of brands that participate in the Amazon marketplace every day. And so I see the ebbs and flows, the challenges they're facing. And some of these challenges are difficult to solve. And some of these challenges, there isn't a lot of good insight in terms of how to solve all or part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So those are the kinds of issues I say, gosh, we, we got to find a way to bring some clarity to those issues. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's um, you know, that's one of the big, the, the big lead, the ways that I get ideas for putting content together. Yeah. Uh, now that's, it is true. There's uh, so many subjects and, you know, when there's three, uh, interesting subjects all going on at the same time. That's the good problem to have. And, um, so maybe you, uh, divide and conquer if you're there with your uh, business partner. (laughs) Um, and I mean, I'm, uh, so I'm going to be there this March and, uh, what's the, it's like the 23rd. Yeah. So our, the the main conference is March 24th, 25th. Okay. And then the pre, pre, pre pre-conference workshops are on March 23rd. So that's a Monday followed by a Tuesday, Wednesday main event. Okay. And it's in Las Vegas, just off the strip um, at the Westgate Hotel. Early bird pricing is in place right now through January 15th. So, um, yes, you can save money buying tickets, but I encourage you to also think about how do you bring that colleague with you so you can conquer and divide. Right. Because the reality is, at this point, there's no other event out there that has this many top sellers all in one room at the same time you've got to be in a situation where you're networking. You've got to be looking at coming to the event specifically for the purpose of meeting four or five other sellers who you can continue to connect with throughout the year and help each other out to to help each other build your businesses. Yep. Yeah. Um, I will be bringing some people from our team as well. Cause uh, you know, this is a, uh, even for a, a first timer that, that wants to, you know, get started in Amazon to a, uh, an experienced one. There's, there's definitely the stuff for both. So we're planning a lot of things. Um, so there's the early bird pricing till January 15th. Um, the website to, you should actually look at the agenda to see, uh, what to get excited for. So is that prospershow.com? Is that right? Uh, that is correct. Prospershow.com. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, James, Great to have you on the podcast, and um, I know that I have found him to be accessible to many people. Um, even on the floor at Prosper, he will be walking around and just answering people's questions. So I'm very excited uh, for this year, and um, 
glad to hear more about, you know, James's reasonings behind why we have certain panels. And I, I agree with it. Like he, he's right. Uh, there is a, a lot there. The, the ball is moving forward in Amazon and, and at Prosper, they, they cover a lot of those subjects. So thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks very much for having me today, Scott. All right. And, um, that wraps up this episode, everyone. I am, uh, thank you for listening. And if, uh, you want to, you know, meet up with me when you're at Prosper, just, uh, send me a note and, uh, I'll make sure that happens. We'll meet at the Brella networking desk. Uh, um, so I hope you guys have a, a good weekend. Tune in on uh, our next podcast episode. All right. Take care. Bye. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.